Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love talking to, uh, I guess, this segment, Lee Kaplan. He is uh, the, an attorney with the firm Smizer, Kaplan, and Veselka, one of the most uh, – I call him a very reasonable man in a time where that's hard to find and uh, always enjoy my chats with him. Very involved in what's going on in the political process. Uh, our audience is from all over the country, uh, but he's actually a candidate for mayor, and we're going to be talking more and more about that in future segments. Um, but he's really my go-to guy when it comes to um, really looking at what's happening in the political front. And uh, his website, by the way, is skv.com. Leo, always glad to have you on the program. There's a proposal that's been out there because, you know, this abortion issue is literally torpedoing the GOP. Uh, I think, you know, nine months ago, people would have thought uh, it would have been a complete, uh, uh, you know, debacle for the uh, Democrats, almost like Water, Watergate uh, uh, midterm elections uh, back in the 70s. And, man, that has changed substantially. And I think it has to do with the, a lot of it has to do with the abortion issue. Uh, you know, all of a sudden we've gone back to early 1970s law. And uh, Lindsey Graham, you know, a Republican, and uh, not one of my favorites, uh, but Lindsey Graham came up with a proposal that 15 weeks and then after that, you know, abortions become prohibited. That's a long time. That's basically half the length of a pre pregnancy. Um, and that would be for states that uh, have no law or are thinking about developing a law regarding it and uh, basically try to, I, I get the impression, try to create a cooler envi environment, a calmer environment. And interestingly, both sides seem to hate it equally for different reasons. Well, I personally think that Lindsey Graham has just stirred up more trouble for the Republicans without discussing the merits of the proposal too in great depth you've got so many republicans who are absolutely opposed to abortion that uh and have now you know nailed uh their flag to that mast that all he has done is create more dissent and reminded people that it's still an issue i mean mm -hmm. um i i don't know how big a deal that will be in the november elections um I hear everything from talking heads um, on NMSNBC that 80% of women, this is the only issue, or, uh, if, if, uh, um, to a number of people saying people care more about inflation than anything else. And I do not know enough to be a prognosticator about that. And it comes down to individual elections in various states when we're talking about the Senate and often when we're talking about house races. So uh, I think the Democrats welcome Lindsey Graham's proposal, even as they condemn it, because it keeps that issue front and center. And uh, uh, going into the November elections and early voting, which may start pretty soon in a number of states, this is manna from heaven for the Democrats. And Interesting. See, in my opinion, you know, I always go back to what Tip O'Neill said, which is uh, all politics is local. 
then it doesn't matter what office you're running for. He's Speaker of the House, but everything he thinks about is, is local. And so uh, this issue is hot as Hades <laughs> everywhere nationwide where it's, it's being debated, you know, and where it's being contended. So the fact that it's not driving national news, I'm not sure how much that matters because it's consuming state news and local news around the country. And for me, again, not a cramped fan, and the big argument against it that, you know, is that this is a state rights issue, although we want every state to be uh, prohibiting abortion. You know, that is the Republican uh, argument against it, not to mention the fact, as you pointed out, some is like the instant you know, then you, you cannot abort that child. You know, that, uh, you, you know, almost Taliban, almost Taliban uh, style of pro-life, if you know what I mean. Um, and so, to me, it is reasonable. The debate will continue. Uh, it will continue to rage, rage on. I think there's validity to your point about the Democrats loving it, too. too. In fact, anything that talks about abortion is good for the Democrats. And I think it just really kind of shows how out of touch the GOP is, the fact that they think that the larger culture has a 1971 mentality, 1970 mentality. Man, that is really very, uh, very uh, romantic uh, in the worst sense of the word. Um, and I think in a, really in a, another valid point that you make, is about the narrative in the media. You talk to Fox News, they'll give you a completely different set of numbers. But the reality is, I think a lot about the election with Donald Trump, right? Where the polling show, no way Donald Trump is going to win in 2016, but he won. And I think a lot of people really don't tell the truth when they talk to um, pollsters. I think they keep their opinions to themselves. And I think the hotter the issue, the more they're going to excuse their uh their true convictions and their true beliefs. I think couple of we're really poised. A couple, of com couple of comments about that. First of all, Tip O'Neill thought all politics were local at a time when we had no Internet and we had no uh, national, really national news except the Walter Cronkites of the world. You know, people mm -hmm. in Truth or Consequences, uh, New Mexico, are small towns in Texas don't read the New York Times. Some business people might read the Wall Street Journal, but basically we now have a 15-minute news cycle and we have the Internet. And so politics being local has now been expanded. Local is, is not, I don't think, the operative thing um, anymore. And so I think the real question is whether inflation will trump abortion uh, as the big issues in the November elections. And it, it just depends on particular districts and that sort of thing. And, and I think this election is sufficiently up in the air that we will again be at a knife edge as to who it is that owns or, or controls the House and the Senate. I mean, there's mm -hmm. so many individual characteristics. I mean, Herschel Walker is a blithering idiot, all right? Mm -hmm. But he might oh, win no or he may lose. And um, Lindsey Graham, who I once thought of as a fairly thoughtful senator, became a Trump loyalist and a sycophant. Well, so I don't know uh, um, what Lindsey Graham thinks he's accomplished with this. I don't think the proposal will go anywhere because he has too much opposition in his party. And so I guess 
that ultimately this election is going to come down to the inflation versus abortion debate in many districts. And then there's, right. you know, with some time left, uh, even though early voting will have started, we never know what's going to happen next. There might be something that happens in Ukraine that tests Biden in a way that he rises as a leader in the estimation of the public, or he falls as a leader in the estimation of the public. Because when terrible crises overseas occur, people look to the president for some kind of comfort or security. So we'll just have yeah. to see what happens. Uh, in in my neck of the woods, the Houston area, it's hard for me to say what will happen. I would have to bet on Greg Abbott prevailing, um, despite his uh, seeming distaste for compassion. I would have to bet on the other Republican statewide leaders prevailing, even though uh, in the state, even though I think Houston will be more blue than red. Um, so I don't know. It's just uh, this is an interesting year. I predict we will remain as divided as we were before, so mm-hmm. which is not a good thing. And I, I think uh, the more play Lindsey Graham gets with his proposed bill, the better the chances are for the Democrats throughout. Oh, the yeah, I think there's no question about states. that. Yeah, I, there's no question about that part. Uh, you know, and again, you mentioned at the beginning, without discussing the merits, I think the bill actually has merit. It's actually made me too commonsensical for a time that we're living in. For If you're not figuring it out by four and a half months, then, you know, frankly, that gets into the environment that led to so-called bloody Kansas. You remember that argument back in the 1990s? Would you like to go into the, would you like to go in this room and deliver your baby or go in that room and have a partial birth abortion? It's that, that kind of swinging extremism that led to where we are today, in my opinion. And, uh, and so it may be too reasonable for a time like this. And proof is in the pudding. Neither party likes it. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. I don't, I, I don't think he has a single co-signer on that bill. And so uh, you're not getting anywhere without without a, a co-signer. And so um, no no question about it. And what I meant, though, and I think you're right. I think, you know, I'm not sure if anyone's that interested about what's happening locally. They do send, spend a huge amount of time on news feeds and, and what's happening on the Internet and on YouTube. But what's happening in these battles is happening on a state and local level. It's one state at a time. And so I think the general idea of trying to create an environment where people can be more reasonable and having a real benchmark to work with to change, you know, to the way they actually want it, that seems sensible to me. But again, you know, it may be too sensible for times like this. And your assessment of Graham, I think, is spot on. I remember when Graham and Trump hated each other. And then all of a sudden, at some point, remember Trump actually gave up Okay, and, uh, you know, and next thing you know, he became, he became Trump's lapdog. And I've been around in politics long enough. I used to be an idiot, you know, you Man, when that kind of thing happens, with that kind of Oh, that's right. It's very difficult to say what will happen. And, you know, there's some events we can't predict. I mean, suppose Florida is devastated by this hurricane and that voting is disrupted. Who knows what's going to happen? Is Tampa uh, 
a more democratic area than Republican? I think it is. My recollection is that uh, uh, Tampa, as a as a city, is somewhat blue. But I don't know that that's the case, and I don't know exactly where the hurricane will go. But there's a possibility that Florida will be a critical component of the final makeup of the Senate and the House, and who knows what might happen to it, and who knows what DeSantis might do in the way of exercising emergency powers. So there's a <laughs> lot of moving parts out there that we can't anticipate. No question about it. DeSantis will do whatever he can get away with. Not what, not whatever is ethical, but whatever he can get away with uh, to make uh, to make circumstances work in his favor. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, authoritarians to the left of me, authoritarians to the right, there's just not a whole lot of nuanced or reasonable government these days. And uh, it's very difficult to watch. Uh, Lee, it'll be fun for us. Uh, you know, we got a couple of more, a few more interviews between now and the actual election. It's getting close now. Uh, it'll be fun to unbox, unbox this with you after it's done, though. Well, I don't know about fun, but it will certainly be interesting. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Lee Kaplan, Spicer Kaplan, Vasoka. Thanks so much for being with us. I am Kevin Price. You're listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. Stay tuned for more. <laughs>